Hey, what's uh, what's going on, Wes? How you doing today? <laughs> I am here, Brian Paul. How are you? I am also here, and sometimes I think that's the best we can ask for. Um, <laughs> you, uh, well, yeah. Well, I look out across the chat, and I see friends, man. So I'm doing great. Yeah, I'm just getting some of the the volume control set here. Uh, Wes, can since everybody's here, let's, we might as well do this publicly. Can you give me a, 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 te- a check one, check two? Syphilis, syphilis, one, two, one, two, three, yeah. check. Weirdly distorted. I don't know what's going on. How does it sound to everybody out there? I don't know what's going on, man. Have maybe you... uh, maybe I'll back it up a little bit. I do sometimes get a little too close to my microphone. Right. So, I don't know. All right. There we go. All right. Well, let's give it a shot, man, see how this works. I, dude, and you're right. I look out into the chat, and I see lots of game cats out there, and, uh, and, and I love that we... This will never be normal to us. Sci-fi game cat Henry says, two wise West Jays. <laughs> like it's, <laughs> we're not, it's never just going to roll off the tongue. I love it. All right, man. Well, with that out of the way, um, we were, we were running late. Oh, good. Josh cat says it sounds good on his end. And that's all that fucking matters. Now that if we sound good to Josh, everyone else can suck it. Let's start the show. Suck it. <laughs> suck it. This is PSVR Gamescast Live. We film live every single Monday, Jay, Monday, West Day, and Two Wise Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern. We do it live right here on YouTube for your viewing pleasure. And then, of course, Jamie Out uploads this on podcast services of your choice. Yes, including Spotify uh, for your, that's right, say it with me, everyone, oral pleasure. My name is Brian Paul from this channel right here, PSVR Without Parole. And this gentleman over here, dude, fucking... Sticking through it today, uh, Wes Dillon from Virtual Strangers. Yeah, man, I, 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 good ear, I guess I should say. I did uh, realize during the uh, the intro there that my, my gain was bumped up a little bit high, so I pulled it back. You might want to peek at your bars there, uh, but I think the, the distortion should be gone now. Why should I peek at my bars when I have you here to peek at my bar for me? I can't see your bar, Brian. I just have to uh, imagine what it looks like. Dude, Tornado's just like meowing in a corner somewhere. Like, where are you, dude? Come hang out. Come hang out. It's Gamescast. It's like she's like crying in the corner. Like she's all by herself. I'm like, the apartment's only 450 square feet. You're never really alone, dude. We're always together, side by side. What's with the sadness? Blast cat game for me. Hey, I got it right, I think. With the $2 tip, says only 70 days to PSVR 2. Oh, dude, where's the timer? Where's the timer? Here, let me, uh, I, I got to fix this shit because, uh, the timer's broken. <laughs> well, look, you, you need to do it in like traditional um, uh, trade show fashion where you have the timer that leads into a timer. So you need it to like expire on the 21st and then we'll have another 24 hour timer go up after that. <laughs> Men bear pig game cat. Just says, let it just roll off the tongue, Brian. Munje. I really, t- I need to, I need to do something with it, right? Munje, 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 something like that. And by the <laughs> way, uh, genetic blasphemy or whatever the hell you changed your name to today. Look at the, look at the timer right there. The clock, it's not 70 days, 69, baby. That's right. Everyone, let's get it on. Not a big fan of 69ing, Wes. I'm not sure uh, if we've had this conversation on the air. I'm not sure if this is maybe the case 
or the time or the place to have this conversation, but it's Gamescast Live. I feel like this is the only place to have this conversation. Not really a fan of the position. I feel like it's a lot of, you know, inaccuracy. A lot of work. A lot of work, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I feel I feel like it's a young man's game, and I think those <laughs> days have long since passed. I think maybe you're right. I feel like it's one of those things I did just to be like, I'm fucking 69 last night. It's like I'm now, and now I'm like, oh, God. You're right. It sounds like a lot of work. Jamie, yeah, with the $2 tip says, new blog drop mentions PSVR 2. Uh, Wes, as, as Sony likes to do, let's see what happened over there on the PlayStation blog while we were getting my camera's camera working. Um, is there really... Oh, Fantavision 2020X revealed for PSVR 2. Whew, this seems like a rough one. I don't know. Oh, no, Fantavision. Oh, my God. <laughs> this can't be real. Is it April 1st? Dude, hold on a second. We need to we need to stop everything right now, and we need to go full screen uh, and, and bring up... Fa- Do you remember Fantavision? It was a launch title for PS2. It was like the, the fireworks simulator thing. Oh, my God, dude. Hold on. This is craziness. I can't believe this is really a thing. Um, I was an Xbox guy at that time. I don't. I don't. I think I wasn't privy to any of this. Oh, how dare you! How dare you! Uh, excuse me, tornado. Tornado finally came over to hang out, and now I can't see what I'm doing on the screen here. Uh, wow, this looks pretty, right? I dude, like, but I think I feel like I joked about this at one point, and I was like, "This is what we're gonna get on PSVR two, everybody's most desired PS two game, Fantavision." And then, of course, here we are. Um, holy shit this is thank you jamie Hill, for for letting us know get out of here don't you don't listen coffee's well, not for more, kiddies this is an article about japanese vr games actually if you keep going there's a nice. lot more here well, let's read through it man you ready for this just dude, put your feet up sure. and, and uh have some have some cold medicine some if you got any um liquid codeine i highly recommend that <laughs> <laughs> uh fantavision 2020x reveal for psvr2 plus more japanese developed highlights uh jamie has six new games announced for psvr2 with a two dollar tip did i already say that dude i gotta wake the fuck up um this article comes to us from uh i can't even read the name uh, takeo uehara uh from the playstation blog japan uh so let me see if i can read this i can't I'm going to have to go to this other screen to read it. Today, we're happy to highlight six titles that are coming to PSVR 2, which will bring multiplayer combat, rhythm-based celebrations, mystical style, team-ups, and a murder mystery to players. Uh, without further ado, let's kick things off with the reveal of Fantavision 2020X. Uh, this is developed by Cosmo uh, Machia Incorporated, and it will be released on February 22nd, 2023. So this will be a PSVR 2 launch title. Um... Originally released for PlayStation 2 in 2000, Fantavision is a puzzle game based on the theme of fireworks. The game returns in an all, as an all-new title for PSVR 2 powered by Unreal Engine. This game is an artistic combination of action, shooting, strategy, and puzzles. The PSVR 2 headset and PSVR 2 sense controllers provide an immersive uh, experience for you to fill the star-studded sky with sparkling fireworks. With its simple yet ad- addictive... I, I, can't, I can't read. You're right in front of me, bud. You're literally right in front of the screen. Gameplay. It won't take long for you to master the controls. <laughs> okay. Um, here, I'm going to go to, down to the next one, man, because we don't want to. Uh... You, you know, I was thinking this a minute ago when you were talking <clears throat> to uh, to your cat. Like, of course, uh, Tornado's not going to get on camera now. They're, uh, Tornado's going to wait until you're, you're, you're trying to read something or we're 
deep into some kind of conversation and then mm-hmm. get in the way. That's how it always goes, right? That's right. She knows when she's not the center of attention and she finds a way to become the center of attention. And I'm the sucker, dude. I'm the sucker that gives it to her, right? Like, oh, yeah. oh, and that's my cat's butt. Um, there we go. So the next one is uh, Altair Breaker, which we've actually covered before on uh, on the channel uh, when uh, when they first put up the trailer for it on the PlayStation YouTube channel. Uh, this is by the same developers as Swords of Gargantua, uh, who shamefully abandoned our platform pretty much immediately after launch. Uh, but since we covered it already, I think we maybe we need to move on a little bit. Tale of Onagoro which you and I covered back when they first uh, announced this for PlayStation VR. Uh, the interesting thing is that they announced it for PSVR 1. Does that mean it's not coming to PSVR 1 anymore? It's a good question. Probably not. I mean, it just dropped on Steam, like, I want to say a month or two ago. So, um, I don't know. We're, we're kind of close to February now. Uh, I'd be surprised at this point if it comes to uh, PSVR 1. Or at least, maybe they'll do one of these... Saints and Sinners deals where the, it'll come like way later when nobody cares anymore. When nobody cares anymore, right? It is interesting to note that the, these first three games are all launch titles. Um, Tale of Onogar will be there at launch. Um, Altair Breaker and Fantavision so far, um, which is just cool, man. I mean, you know, it's like you can say what you want about these games and, and you know, about the look and, and, and their pedigree or, the, or, or what system they initially launched on. But just to have, again, something that you and I have talked about, Wes, is just like having this ubiquitous platform psvr2 where we can just play all of these vr games that we've heard about from other systems quest games pc vr psvr1 it's like they all come together and we get to play them in one place and that's what i care about um more than being like oh they don't look triple a it's like who the fuck cares man like we're going to get plenty of triple a games it's these other games that are going to keep us entertained between those uh kazuna ai touch the beat uh, this is one that I put on PSVR this week, I think last week or the week before, and I kind of laughed at it a little bit. It does look a little Beat Saber-y, uh, and you just like got these light sticks, and you're just kind of tapping uh, lights as they come at you. It's another launch title by Gem Drops. Um, Gem Drops, not a studio I'm really in love with. Uh, Dyschronia, Chronos Alternate. We don't need to go into into depth about this one either, but it is another launch title. I talked about this on PSVR this week. If you guys are familiar with Tokyo Chronos or uh, or Alt Deus Beyond Chronos, this is the third game in that series by my dearest. It does seem like, as much as I didn't like Tokyo Chronos, Alt Deus became a lot more interactive. Um, they they kind of learned their lesson, being like, people are in VR. They don't just want to read for 14 hours, they want to actually play something. They want to interact with things. They want to feel like they're in that world. And Alt Deus was a good step forward. I'm hoping they take yet another step forward with Dyschronia. Yeah, it seems to be the case. You know, I, I didn't really get into these games because, um, I mean, they, they had fairly substantial price tag on them for what they were, especially the early ones. Like you mentioned, they weren't very interactive. But, you know, I, I have been following what they're doing, and it does seem like they're moving in the right direction with each title dark angel three says the chronos games put me to sleep i can totally understand that i would not have pushed through with uh tokyo chronos unless i was reviewing it um and, and it was so expensive i think it was like 40 dollars at launch or 50 dollars at launch something like that and i was just like i need to kind of warn people and like really have a full understanding of what this game is um before somebody spends 50 dollars on it uh this x8 game the next one they they talk about and it's, uh, yeah it is the last one on our list uh it's another game by third verse it was another one that we talked about when they dropped the trailers um on uh, on the PlayStation YouTube channel. Uh, so uh, so these are all, not all new games. Um, we were familiar with two, three, 
4. We weren't sure that Tale of Onogoro was actually going to be PSVR 2. I wouldn't be surprised if Tale of Onogoro ends up being like uh, The Light Brigade or Hello Neighbor, Search and Rescue, where they, they just drop both versions at the same time. Who knows? I have no idea how big this team is. I could be totally wrong. This is the this is the last Labyrinth team, right? So they've got a few people kicking yeah, it right. over there. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So other than Fantavision, I think we've we had heard of all of these games at some point or another. Um, but still, well, uh, but still nice to see. Uh, interesting note on uh, X8, which, by the way, I'm probably more looking forward to than any of these other games. Uh, and, you know, this is secondhand information, so I don't know how true it is, sure. but uh, I heard that that game is being built on the remnants of the engine behind a, another defunct shooter called uh, Frostpoint, which uh, never really made it out of beta on PCBR. It was a large beta. They brought a lot of people into it, but they gave so many people the game for free that no one bought it when they launched it, and they, it was dead a couple months later, but it looked like a really cool game. Had a lot going for it. It had some problems too, but what I heard is that this game is kind of being built on the ashes of that game. Interesting, interesting. Well, <clears throat> hey man, you know what? As far as I'm concerned, uh, even though none of those games super duper excite me, I'm just really, really happy to see uh, anything regarding PSVR two. Uh, and it doesn't matter if it's uh, if it's a showcase or if it's just a post on the uh, PlayStation blog. I'm just happy, man. And anytime we hear anything, uh, I'm very, very happy. I agree. But you know, people are going to use this now, right? To like, mm-hmm. as another excuse for why Sony isn't doing enough for, uh, for, for the launch. Like, look at these launch titles, Sony. Like, this isn't Sony, bro. This is just like third party developers. Yeah. Like, Sony's, Sony's announced one, one exclusive. So, uh, calm down, people. Calm down, people. Yeah. Uh, this is, uh, this this actually is uh, it, it again. People think I'm way too optimistic, and, I, and and when I say things like this, I I, I completely understand where you're coming from uh, because it does feel like I'm giving Sony a lot of leeway here when I say these things. But I think um, this all of this kind of points to the same direction for me. When we don't see the PSVR two uh, any any game announcements or, or any game reveals or, or or even the headset itself make an appearance at the Game Awards 2022. Uh, and then, and then this is the kind of stuff that they're putting up on the PlayStation blog. These are all the smaller things they're kind of trying to get out of the way, right? And so, like, it kind of points, for me at least, conspiracy theory-minded. <laughs> to me, it makes me think that they do still have something big planned for PSVR 2, a PlayStation VR 2 event of some kind, to be like, okay, if you weren't convinced before, we're going to convince you now. Here's, like, some AAA games, and here's some big announcements, and here's whatever. Here's all the big things that you want. And, and, that, and to me, that even includes Beat Saber, because... Anytime you go on Twitter and somebody talks about PSVR 2, guaranteed in that Twitter thread, somewhere, somebody's going to say, I'm not buying this unless P- unless Beat Saber gets confirmed for PSVR 2. So regardless of what you think of that game, it's an important game uh, for VR, period. So like that is, and I feel like they, they are kind of holding that back. They made this deal with Meta, obviously, to get Iron Man VR over on Quest headsets. And so what are we getting in return? I mean, Meta owns Beat Saber. There must have been a it deal. It makes sense. It, it'll be interesting to see uh, what Beat Games does with this because we, we know when we look at the feature set of the PSVR 2, it's obviously, if they take advantage of it, this is going to be the best place to play, play a game like Beat Saber, right? Where you can feel what's happening and it kind of develop, you kind of develop this like extra layer of immersion to get into the zone on a game like that. 
So it'll be interesting to see if they take a, take advantage of that with them, you know, being competitors. And then I, I get it. They're not direct competitors, but uh, I mean, they are in a lot of ways competitors. So it'll be interesting to see if uh, Meta fully commits to, uh, to supporting PSVR two versions of their games. Yeah, I think so. Um, Tiff is in the chat from Sky. She says, this just in, Retribution received a huge patch for the Quest 2, of course. Brian will probably say something like, it's about time, I'll wait for PSVR 2. Um, that's exactly what I'm going to do. Uh, <laughs> I'm not, I don't think, Tiff, I don't think I'm going to talk about uh, Saints and Sinners Chapter 2 Retribution again until uh, until PSVR 2 gets here. Um, I, I'm, I'm happy, though. I'm happy for all the Quest users out there that we get a nice, I'm guessing, performance enhancement, maybe graphical enhancement, because something did not look good about that game what is going on yeah. over there wes <laughs> my my lights are on the fritz man my, my lights are operating on the same level that i am today and not uh not fully functional but i i, I will say this a much needed update to the uh quest version of that game um there, there was a lot of stuff in the beta version that needed to be fixed and it wasn't not all of it at launch and uh, i'm hoping that this patch will uh, address a lot of that stuff nice um me too me too man well 20 the show's been we've been going the show for 20 minutes already and so it's about time to get to our very first topic uh which is that the wonder developers uh in, in, a, in a twitter conversation with our friend chris hackwood and, and actually uh I, I think i believe joey vr had a conversation uh with them on twitter as well uh basically uh, chris had said hey guys been holding off and buying Wander, hoping that it'll come to PSVR 2. Is there any news on that front? So this is very specific. PSVR 2 asking about that version. And the Wander developers responded saying, sorry, no news just yet, but going to share in early 2023. Now, we do know that Sony had, uh, they, they partially funded uh, Wander, the development of that game. Uh, do you think that this is any kind of indication that, like, Maybe there's a PSVR 2 event in early 2023 um, where, where Wanderer could be one of the many games that are shown at that event. Or, again, am I just dreaming? You know, people keep bringing it up. Uh, CES is kind of the obvious spot uh, to, to drop uh, such a showcase. And it is um, it does line up well. I mean, what, Wanderer was launched on what, what day was it? I think it was during the first week of January last year, was it not? Oh man, it was early. Uh, was it the first week? I don't know why the twenty second is like know. ringing a bell. It was like it, well, maybe I'm wrong. It was within a day or two of Zenith, or the same day as Zenith. I was like, "Are you kidding? We haven't had a game for like four months, and now you're dropping the two biggest games that we've gotten in a while on the same exact day." Yeah, I was mad. <laughs> well, maybe I'm off a little bit with my timeline here, but uh, the sentiment stays. If they're going early twenty twenty two, then they're probably talking about their one year anniversary, and uh, whatever day that falls on, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that actually that does make a whole lot of sense. It doesn't have to be related to a PlayStation event at all. Um, man, it's kind of crazy uh, to see how far back people were holding off on their PSVR 1 purchases because of PSVR 2. And a year ago, I would have said, man, you're crazy. Like, you've got a PlayStation VR 1 headset. You've, you've, you're looking for new games to play. This is a big title with, with just really... Uh, super high-end production values and just uh, like these developers really know what they're doing and then and then on top of it they they just kept patching it and like adding things like 
a crouch. Like you didn't need a crouch button in that game, but I was like, man, I really wish I could crouch. And they added a crouch button, like little things like that. Um, and, uh, and so it's, it's interesting to see now here we are like a year later, almost a year later, and people are, and, and I'm seeing that people are 100% right holding off. Um, you know, if you, maybe, maybe they're right, maybe they're wrong. I don't know. It really depends on how you look at it. Like I've gotten to enjoy Wanderer and I got to enjoy Wanderer during a very slow time in the PSVR one lifespan, right? The, anyone who didn't buy it, they're just, their headsets are just collecting dust. Um, but then here we are in like with Moss book one and two. We're finding out that we have to repurchase those games. Thankfully, at a you know they've they've reduced the price of them, um, but there's no upgrade path. So, I mean, what do you think, man? Like, do you do you think Wander will have a a paid upgrade? Do you think it'll have a free upgrade for the people who bought it, or do you think um, and, and how crazy do you think those people are for having not bought it yet? <laughs> um, uh, you know, I I hate to speculate because you never know with these uh with these studios what they're going to do. I would think that it would be a free upgrade, especially considering that you know what you mentioned that sony partially funded the development of this title you 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 would think that uh uh they would get some favorable treatment toward their platform um but i don't know i i I think i think probably so and i think um you know not for nothing but i think we could see more content out of this title eventually i think you know one year on is a little bit early to kind of expect more from them Mm -hmm. but uh, they certainly leave the, the the structure of their game and their story leaves room for for more, and uh, I'm really looking forward to that. Whenever that day does come, yeah, I, I could certainly see <clears throat> the way that the, even the way the puzzles are implemented, uh, you could add a couple brand new scenes uh, and just throw a couple different items into existing scenes that interact with the new scenes. And you're right, the the, the whole structure allows for basically a director's cut to happen with more content and, and more playtime and more storytelling. Um, more places to explore, more, more bodies to inhabit. Um, so I would absolutely love that. Uh, but I also think that uh, so few people bought this thing. I, I can only imagine that so few people bought this thing on PSVR, um, that if you did, if you did provide a free upgrade, you'd only be giving it to a few thousand people, right? You wouldn't even be giving it to a hundred thousand people or 200,000 people. It's like, eh, the 4,000 people who actually bought it, we're going to reward you for your loyalty. But that's also what I thought about Moss book too. So yeah. So I've been wrong before. I will be wrong again, Wes. <laughs> uh, Let's hope not. We got a couple tips in the chat. Uh, Looper, the underground game cat, in response to our Beat Saber slash Iron Man talk, says, I think, uh, with the five euros, by the way, thank you. He says, I think we're getting Star Wars in return for Iron Man. So Tales from the Galaxy's Edge. Um, the question is, is what we're getting in return for Ghostbusters? What, what, we got nothing in return for uh, Zombieland. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know how that all works, man. Sony, Sony Pictures seems to operate completely independently of, of PlayStation. Uh, and, it's a, and it's a little disturbing because it is all Sony. It's like, I feel like Sony's not leveraging. I mean, and, and who knows what kind of conversations are happening behind the scenes. But from our perspective, without knowing this stuff, it seems like Sony's maybe not leveraging their IPs the way they could. Um, but again... I'd love to be a fly on the wall maybe during some one, of these conversations. Maybe it's one of these situations where the different divisions of Sony all kind of uh, get jealous of PlayStation because everyone, you know, PlayStation's kind of like the Marsha of the Brady Bunch. And maybe Sony Pictures is like Jan being like, Marsha, 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 PlayStation, PlayStation, PlayStation. Well, guess what, guys? We have VR game IPs too, and we're going to release them over here on Meta, our new friend. 
I don't know, man. I'm just talking shit. Um, I do like it, though. I didn't think yeah, I, I, of all the things I thought we were going to talk about today. I didn't think the Brady Bunch was on the list. So that's uh, that's my new favorite thing. For what it's worth, when, when you mentioned kind of uh, Beat Saber, Iron Man is a trade in for for Beat Saber. I thought, well, that's not really much of a trade. They, I think they would need to give something like Astro Bot or something like really substantial to Meta to kind of sway them to uh, give over Beat Saber. If they're not interested at all in having their title, excuse me, on what's going to be the hottest platform of 2023 and probably 2024. Right. Right. It's it's almost it's almost like they don't need a trade. It's like you're going to fucking right. you know make bank on this title. You you're, you're going to get more than any trade you could ever possibly imagine. Um so I I don't know. I think it behooves Meta to get Beat Saber on there without a trade. But you know that's just me. Honestly, uh, Wes, while we're on the Beat Saber topic, I don't know if you know this or not. I'm sure you do. There was a rock track pack that was dropped yesterday um, for Beat Saber. Uh, included things like Born to be Wild and, <laughs> uh, and, and, and Smells Like Teen Spirit and uh, The Pretender oh, really? by Foo Fighters. Uh, I mean, it was, it was an, an, an interesting mix of seven or eight songs. Um, <sighs> Eye of the Tiger. Does any of this interest you? Well, I think it's, it interests me, and it just goes to show how clueless these people are about rock music. They have they have great songs in there, and then they have some other like oldies, classics. But you can see that to them, it's all just rock music. Like, right. what are popular rock songs? Oh, this this one did well, did a lot of sales. This one was high on the Billboard chart. Right. Let's chuck them all in together in the one pack. Um, so yeah, interesting. These, these guys are so obviously up their own ass with, with the kind of music that they like that they're just oblivious to anything outside their bubble. Right. I'm 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 one of the biggest Nirvana fans there is or ever was, and I'm like, oh good, it smells like Teen Spirit. That's really what I wanted. Like if it was if if smells like Teen Spirit was on a twelve song Nirvana track pack, yes, obviously needs to be included. Um, but. I'd rather pretty much play any other Nirvana song, uh, maybe one I haven't heard a million times over um, as a true Nirvana fan, you know? I'm sure there's true Nirvana fans out there who love that song still, and I do. I still appreciate it, but that's not... If you're going to pick one, man, that's not the one I, I want, you know? Even with Foo Fighters, they picked The Pretender. It was like, I had to listen to that and be like, do I know this song? You know, it would have been really nice to to get something like Francis Farmer will have a revenge on Seattle or, or you know, even, I, I don't know, aneurysm. Uh, something a little less known for Nirvana, oh, yeah. you know? So. Aneurysm would be great. You know, for what it's worth, uh, if you want to do a popular Nirvana song, In Bloom would be a great beat saver track. Yes. Just because of the way the drum track rolls in it. Yeah. And this, dude, don't even get me started on this track pack and shit because I will tell you that I was, I was going to make, I was going to stream it yesterday and then i was like you know what i'm just gonna get like 14 copyright claims so like, let me just upload one video then hopefully it won't get blocked in like russia or whatever i guess if i care um and uh and so and i just man i spent a lot of time with a bunch of the songs on that pack yesterday and i just did not enjoy it like i think the the mapping just didn't work for me i didn't feel good while playing it. like when you play like you want to feel like dave grohl when you're playing uh it smells like teen spirit you know like that is an iconic drum beat right everyone you say it smells like teen spirit when you can just hear those drums kick in and that's not the way i felt when i was playing the game i was like this felt everything felt a little bit off and i hadn't played beat saber in a really long time and so i was like attributing it to that 
And I didn't want to like go public and be like, what the fuck's up with this shit? <laughs> is anyone else having these problems? But here I am going public with this shit. And I want to know if anyone else is having problems um, with Beat Saber just being like, this doesn't feel that good. Um, so let me know in the, let me know in the chat, you guys. I think Beat Saber just needs to finally go ahead. And they'll never do this, by the way. But they need to finally go ahead and embrace the modders. There's a huge Beat Saber modding community out there. And we've seen other games from other genres that, that kind of lean into it and let people uh, kind of build their own um, you know, beat maps or, 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 or content yeah. for these games. I, I think Beat Saber would, would do well to allow people to make their own maps. And obviously they can't host any of these copyrighted materials in their game or on their on their uh, website or whatever, but there, there's already an, a, a network out there for people to share this stuff. If uh, if they would just lean into it a little bit more. Agreed, agreed. Yeah, I don't know how they do that on on consoles or whatever, but yeah, they need, something needs to happen for sure. Uh, Josh Cat with the five dollar tip says, "Do you guys think that the lackluster last year of PSVR game sales will have an effect on how Sony views and supports PSVR two? How about shareholders?" I'll let you go first on this, Wes. Shareholders, okay. Read the question to me again. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know about shareholders, but um, but he says, do you guys think that the lackluster year of PSVR game sales this oh. past year this will have an effect on how Sony views and supports PSVR too? I don't think so. I, I think that you know they're not dumb. They know what they've put up for, for, on the store this year. They haven't, they haven't put any games out this year, like. Well, the, you could probably count them on your fingers, right? The the amount of like major VR releases on PSVR this year. I mean, there hasn't been that many, dude. Even if it was twenty seven games, I would still use my fingers because I'm a child. Right. Yeah. Right. So. But uh, no, I don't. I think that they know. Uh, they know what they did. They're not going to blame the uh, the the lackluster sales on uh, anything else other than their own lack of support. So yeah. Uh, no, no is the answer to that question. Yeah, I mean, just they, they have to be seen that there's an overall. Like, if you can, if if you if you went on your uh, into the PlayStation, what is it? Your stats for the year, right? And you can see how many hours you logged on PSVR. Then Sony is also looking at those numbers, right? So they're not just doing this as a favor to you. Sony is looking at those numbers, being like, "Oh man, people used to spend thousands of hours in PSVR, and over the years that number has dropped off and dropped off and dropped off." They probably looked at mine and went, "Is it, this isn't the same guy that reviews PSVR games for a living, is it?" Because, dude, my 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 hours spent in PSVR dropped off significantly this year, like. An embarrassing amount, like and not really embarrassing for me, like embarrassing for the platform. Like there's nothing to play. And even the stuff that came out wasn't terribly good. We kicked off the year with Wanderer and Zenith. And then from that point on, like, I really wanted to hurt myself. <laughs> like <laughs> Moss Book 2 was great, right? But I mean, like really like very, very, very few things worth noting this year. Um, <laughs> Blast Cat Game for me says I got 1,200 hours in Dreams. <laughs> like okay that's an that's an exception if you're a dreams creator holy shit man like that is a great place to spend your time but uh but yeah man like i review psvr games and i was like whoa i'm not sharing this with anybody publicly because if they're going to start they're going to start calling me out as i'm now telling you guys live on gamescast live how few hours i spent i was like a couple hundred man it really wasn't much um yeah anyway yeah so uh did you happen to see the most beautiful girl in the world. Um, that this is a thing. I just popped up the stride. 
uh, noticed. So the Joyway developers, uh, in case you guys didn't notice, uh, I, last week, I think, or the week before, we, we were talking about the Stride campaign. Uh, and Wes, that was you and me, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and uh, and, and you had said you got in that press release and saying it was only about an hour long or so. Uh, it was going to be a free upgrade, blah, 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 the whole thing. Uh, well, news of that got out, and uh, and here is the press release that Stride put out, that jo- Joyway put out. Since last week, we announced Fates, a single-player campaign mode for Stride. Reactions to the announcement showed that many of you are still waiting for a full-fledged campaign for Stride. We made a difficult decision to cancel the release of an hour-long episode of the campaign mode and take extra time to develop and release a complete five-plus-hour campaign as a polished and finished product. We understand that this decision looks erratic and inconsistent. Fucking not kidding. Uh, Given the recent announcement, we fully acknowledge our mistake and apologize to the community. We also understand that there is only one way to make up for this situation to create a world-class game that will exceed the expectations of fans. And we intend to do it and release it later in 2023. We hope that you will be happy to get a fully complete and polished campaign that you truly deserve. On December 15th, Stride will get an update that will bring highly requested features to multiplayer modes, including full body character models and private lobbies. Thank you. Joyway. What's your initial reaction to this, Wes? First of all, they, they say they, they they say episode as if that was obvious before. They didn't call it an episode before. It, it was just that was the hour was the campaign before, right. and and now they're they're coming back on that. I think they honestly thought that people forgot that there was a campaign coming for this game because I don't know why else they would think that it was it was okay to come at us with a, an hour long episode. Um, a lot of us, you know, myself and, and you know. Roots included, we were kind of waiting on this campaign to fully, you know, dive in to Stride because yeah. we—that's we, really the only part we were interested in, to be honest. And uh, you know, I was very happy and excited to see the uh, the promo for it until I read that press release, and uh, all of a sudden it becomes, you know, Joyway as awesome as they are, and as you know, every game they come out with seems like it's better than the last one. They they really do make good, engaging stuff. Uh, but they're, they're kind of becoming a running joke now with like the, the, the way that they uh, market things and the way that they, um, you know, uh, they, they change direction on a dime, you know, yeah. they, they kind of move with the wind, if you will. Um, well, and doesn't, yeah, doesn't that I, present I, a brand I, new problem then? If they're, if they're like changing direction every few months and, and canceling games that they, you know, had had an early access before they even got it out of early access and have been taking people's money and then canceling support for games, doesn't this provide a little bit of concern for a campaign that we might never get now? Like rather than getting the hour long campaign, isn't it quite possible, Wes, that we're just not ever going to see this thing? That they're just going to abandon support and like be like, and here's our new game called Craziness. It, it just yeah. looks just it's like called, this. Uh, red, red flowers, I think, is the name of one of them. Yeah. What was the, 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 there was two of them, and I'm sure there'll be two more before we ever see anything um, uh, from the Stride campaign. But no, I think that I think that they'll stick it out. Uh, there's one if there's one thing that they do seem to be committed to long term, it is supporting Stride. So uh, I, I think that we will eventually see it, and I don't think that I don't think that they like being the butt of all of our jokes. And I think that's why they're pulling back and yet again changing uh, direction uh, because I think they want to be taken seriously by the likes of 
us and other reviewers out there. I mean, I don't think anyone cares what I say about them. No one even no. fucking watches. No. Let's be fair. Um, do, I kind of, I'm not, I don't know, man. Like I, I, I don't know the people that work at Joyway, but I kind of feel like their response to every complaint that anyone has ever had has kind of been like, well, fuck you. <laughs> Like, like, <laughs> like when, when we got the PlayStation VR version and then they were like, and then we we're like, Oh, are we getting the campaign? Are we getting the multiplayer? Are we getting this? Are we getting that? Like, when is this coming? When's the PSP? And they basically were like, Oh, we, we never said that you guys were getting that stuff. It was like, well, you never said we weren't. And so maybe, maybe you should be more clear. Right. It's like, we never said. And then like when, when people complain about the one hour campaign, they were like, well, fuck you. You're not getting a campaign. <laughs> like you're just going to have to wait. <laughs> like it just, it just has that vibe to it about like these immature people just like not knowing how to run a company and their response to everything being, well, then fuck you. That, that's how I feel. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know about all that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I could certainly see, especially coming from the perspective of someone like you who, who, uh, is a pretty much exclusively a PSVR gamer. I can see why it come off that way and yeah. feel like that. So. Uh, now it's Ryan, the game feeling with the $5 tip it says spent an abysmal 81 hours in PSVR this year. I think I spent that in, uh, in Zenith alone, uh, mostly played song in the smoke and dirt rally, both absolute gems. Love y'all. Nice. I want to hear from everybody. I want to know how much time everybody spent in, uh, wait, who spent, Vargosoft spent 207 hours in puzzling places. Wow. 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 Did you fall asleep during the 400 piece puzzles? Is that what happened? <laughs> I, I love puzzling places. Don't get me wrong, man. Um, but, oh, dude, Herb's a 24 7 game cat. Wait, wait what was this? I, I want to read this out loud. I've had emails with Joyway. They very much, they're very much, they very much fuck you. I'll never buy a Joyway game. Wow. Very interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, maybe time to move on from this conversation. Uh, the only, the, my, the final thing I got to say, Wes, there's never a final thing. I always have more to say about everything. Somebody's going to tell me to stop. Um, it does kind of bum me out because I, I had been saying that the only, the only way that Joyway could rectify the PlayStation VR situation and what they delivered on the PSVR being kind of like a blurry version with kind of like rough controls and, uh, you know, not the full complete experience and not bringing the updates to us. The only way they could rectify that is by giving us the free PSVR two upgrade. Um, and I was really, really hoping that there'd be the hour long campaign there, um, for the launch of PSVR two, uh, and just kind of having it already. Like here's your free upgrade. And, and, and we're so sorry for the way we handled the PlayStation VR version, but hopefully this makes up for it and look at what we've done to your game. Um, and, and, and it's and now, you know, they haven't even mentioned PSVR 2, but to know that even if there is one in development, which I can only assume there is, that like the campaign won't be there when we finally get it. It's like, ah, it's just frustrating. I don't know. Yeah, uh, we've been waiting for years on it at this point, and it, it's, uh, it's sad. Like you mentioned, we've seen other games come and go in the, the period of time that we've been waiting on the stride campaign. So, yeah, um, I get the frustration. I feel it, but at the same time, I'm I'm glad. I'm kind of glad to see them pulling back and 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 saying, you know what, we're we're going to do it right. We're not going to re release this abbreviated demo of a campaign version. Uh, we're going to give you a full five plus hours polished thing, even if it does. Even if we do have to wait another year, which will probably be two years, uh, I think it's the right thing. Excellent. I was just making sure uh, before we bring up this next story that the person who 
I was going to credit for it is okay with me saying his name on the show. Um, luckily, he seems like he is. So, this next story... Is this going to actually work? Yes, it is. Sweet. Uh, this next story comes to us from uh, Loyal Game Cat. Jeremy Porritt. Uh, so I woke up today. If you, guys, if you guys are not members of our Discord server, here's a great reason to be members of our Discord server, right? Because all the cats out there are allowed to post news of PlayStation VR and PlayStation VR 2 games. Anytime there's anything to do with uh, any kind of news or updates, they just they post it as soon as they see it. And sometimes that, that has little to do with as like an interaction they had with a developer, a developer saying, uh, you know, they ask, hey, what about a PSVR 2 version? This is something, Wes, that we've been asking the community to do, like be, be more vocal about your love of PlayStation VR and PlayStation VR 2. Ask every VR developer, hey, is this game coming to PSVR 2? Hey, ask every flat screen developer, listen, we really would love to have this game in VR. Are you planning to bring it to PSVR 2? The more times that more times developers hear those voices, the more it will resonate and the more they'll say, hey, maybe there is a desire for this. And so be vocal about that kind of stuff. We are a small community and like we need to use the voice we have and make it as loud as possible. And so when people do that, then they post in the PSVR news channel on our Discord and you're going to get news about upcoming PSVR 2 games, like hours, if not days before I can get a video up about it. And uh, and so Jeremy Porritt was asking the developer, Eric Thullen, who has created Ancient Dungeon VR uh, about a PSVR 2 version. And he said that it's coming to PSVR 2. Probably won't make it to launch though. Um, are you familiar with this game, Ancient Dungeon VR, Wes? I'm familiar with it. I haven't played it. Um... It has been around for a while on Steam, I think, and um, and it's also it's in beta on uh, on Oculus Quest. It's a it's a, a roguelike dungeon crawler, correct? It is absolutely. Um, um, and I just pixel art, pixel art slash retro inspired um, art, and uh, it looks pretty cool, man. Uh, you know, looking at the promotional material for it, if you're into these sort of games and you can get past, you know, the, the kind of dated graphics and you think that that sort of thing is charming, yeah. uh, there seems to be uh, quite a lot of uh, material here to play through. I feel like I'm reading between the lines a little bit. Wes, do you think that this art style is charming? Uh, well, it's it's interesting, <laughs> man, because I, I avoid a lot of these games. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know how, how like every every time I play one, I end up liking it. So I don't know why I avoid them so much. Every time I end up playing one of these retro pixel art uh, games, I typically end up loving it. So I don't I, I don't know I don't know. I have this weird mental thing with them where I see them and I judge them probably unfairly. Uh, so yeah, I haven't played this one. There's a lot of other ones I haven't played either. Yeah, for for me, the love of the um, like kind of the 3d retro art style um kind of began with i, I, I believe it was 3d dot game heroes on the playstation 3 as uh, an atlas game that looked like the legend of zelda um but it was in 3d still third person but it was in 3d and they had this great like depth of field effect where like the stuff in the background was blurry and so it made everything look really pop in the foreground and your character was like you know all voxel art and everything and the world was voxel art and it was just it was so cool and Something like this, I don't know what, I'm, I'm curious to see what the cat's reactions are in the, um, in the chat. I'm already seeing 
uh, a lot of divisive opinions. Um, but the, this doesn't look terribly good on the flat screen, seeing it right here, but I can see what it would look like in the headset and having this be super crisp and clear in 4k and having, uh, you know, and also obviously having two hands in the world and just, I don't know, it, it all, it all is something that I would really, really, uh, really like to play. Uh, secrets of has played it. So I really enjoyed this game, which is, which is good to hear. Yeah, a lot of people um, tend to uh, the people that I hear. I haven't heard people say anything bad about it. Like typically, the people that have played it like it. But then again, the people people that have played it probably went into it because they they had a feeling that they might like this type of game. Sure. So uh, it, it's uh, it'll be interesting to see what a larger audience thinks about it. Agreed. Uh, although, if we go over to um, up oh, there it is the steam page uh you can see that the <laughs> you can see that the reviews are uh very positive the recent reviews and all reviews have been overwhelmingly positive uh, i looked through this and uh it does seem like I, I looked through the negative comments and it seems like the people who didn't like it uh didn't like roguelites or they weren't familiar with what roguelites were they're like well it starts over every time i die and i was like yeah it's the, the genre <laughs> that's what we, that's that's how these <laughs> games work um but it does uh here you know i want to uh, i just want to make sure that we actually covered this game um that's that's not what i meant to search for let's see uh, or sig or sig says that they should do a uh, cgi trailer <laughs> I, I wonder if he wants the the trailer to be voxel art or if it's just like gonna look like <laughs> behemoth <laughs> but uh yeah okay here's ancient dungeon i'm gonna i'm gonna bring up this store page over here so i can actually read it um Let's see. Uh, all dungeons you encounter in your playthrough are randomly generated and filled with traps, secrets, semi-bosses. Semi-bosses, not like mid, no. And tons of different kinds of loot. The deeper you go, the more dangerous the environments and all the enemies will get. There are differently themed dungeons that you'll encounter. For example, the overgrown gatehouse that features a lot of vegetation and plant-based enemies or the forgotten liberty where magical creatures reside. Um, this whole next section, the bullet points... I think I can probably scroll down here as well. Interact. Scroll down so you guys can see the bullet points as I read them off. <laughs> read more. There they are. Um, unlock and upgrade new dungeon features by interacting with the Acolyte at base camp. Unlock and upgrade new weapon features by interacting with the blacksmith. Complete the item compendium by collecting every single pickup contained in the dungeon. Reveal the true history of the ancient dungeons by searching the dungeon for long-lost writings and histories. And complete specific tasks the ancient dungeon to aid the research of the Grand Library. Uh, collect and unlock over 100 different upgrades, ranging from simple helper upgrades, such as uh, companion wisps, to game-changing upgrades such as exploding, homing, and throwing knives. Create crazy item synergies if you know what you're doing. <laughs> Okay. Um, I don't know, man. I, I never get sick of roguelites. Um, I'm a huge, huge fan of, uh, of games like Spelunky, one of my favorite games of all time. I've, I've, I've logged hundreds, if not over a thousand hours into Spelunky at this point. Uh, it's, it's fantastic. And so anything that kind of creates that, that really satisfying gameplay loop uh, is, is just fine by me. You know, uh, this is something that I've actually uh, come to to appreciate more recently in my gaming life. Like I, I've never was really a fan of roguelikes before. Uh, and it, it, it's really been over the last few years with, uh, with, with games like the persistence and returnal and Yuki. And I'm sure there's a, a ton of other ones that I'm not even thinking about right now, but the, I started to realize sweet surrender is another good one. Um, 
I started to realize that maybe maybe I don't hate Rolex. Maybe I really like them because everyone that I play is really good. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm down with it. You know what, what this game seems like? It seems like uh, my dream from, like, the, the dream of 10-year-old me, if I could imagine what a VR game might be, it would probably be something a lot like this. Uh, so, yeah, it looks cool. Uh, Ace Bill, the Marvin Game Cat. There's, there's a lot of vowels in there, bud. Uh, I think you're still pronouncing it game cat says don't sleep on this title more immersive than you think good to know man thank you very much uh these are the kind of games that, like i wish i you know i wish that i knew a week ago that this game was headed to psvr2 so i could have downloaded it and played it and been like this is what i thought of it and now that we've done an episode on it i'm like i won't play it till psvr2 because we've already covered it um uh mike kelly says it's a good game i'm excited for and usually a bit of a graphic snob i think the lighting will be nice looking on psvr2 i think when it comes to games like this uh, we're actually just having a conversation in voice chat on on patreon on patreon the patreon voice chat on discord uh before the show and uh and and i think that lighting is super super important in something like this right when, when the graphics themselves the environments are fairly basic you know you can modernize the feeling and the immersion quite a bit when you have like these dynamic lighting uh, effects that, you know, with PSVR two, you're going to be able to have like much more dynamic lighting, much, much more impressive lighting uh, in a game like this. Great. It's one of the more impressive things in uh, a lot of, a lot of these games that, you know, you can do a lot with, with, with just good lighting and reflections. And I've come to realize that, in a lot of games, and it's the, one of the biggest telltale signs between a Quest game, a Quest version of a game, and like a PlayStation or PC version of a game, is uh, one of the things that you can notice most directly is lighting. So it's a good point. Uh, we get two tips before we move on to our final segment of the day. Uh, one comes from Looper, the Underground Game Cap, the two euros. It's, uh, is, it, is it Crystal Rift 2? Interesting. Uh, it's actually, I think, when you think about VR and, or at least PlayStation VR and dungeon crawlers, Crystal Rift definitely comes to mind pretty quickly. Uh, I'm very happy to see that this is not like the old school grid based movement. Um, I, there were there were certainly some problems with the grid based movement, even though it felt cool to have like that uh, that retro style PC uh, RPG movement. Uh, this is looks like free movement and it looks uh, like a huge huge upgrade over Crystal Rift. Good stuff. Izzard with the 179 quid, one quid, 79 something. God, I wish I knew anything about anything. Uh, right. The PSN store should use VR videos to promote games. Yeah, we've been saying this for a long time. Uh, not, not specifically about the PSN store, but about the industry in general. Like, there should be more VR a promotional material that you that you experience in vr give the people a three minute slice of your game in the headset uh i, I can only really think of one example of this ever uh and, and that was for uh lone echo 2 did a, a vr uh promo but i can't think of any others and it's uh such a uh it's such an effective medium uh to I mean, you know that the only way that you can really uh, explain to people uh, what what a VR game is like is by putting them in the game. Right. Uh, so it, it seems like a no-brainer here. 
I, I mean, I agree. I, I, the, the problem is, is, um, is that Sony's terrible about the PlayStation store. Like this is we're asking to ask for something like this, like some, some like, you know, a level marketing and a level promotions on the PlayStation store, uh, is great. But we haven't even gotten the D level stuff yet. If you go to the PlayStation Store on PC, there's not even screenshots of the games that you're looking at, like VR or otherwise. PlayStation Four, PlayStation Five games, not even a screenshot, right? It's like sometimes a game's on sale and you're just flipping through on the place on, on the PC PlayStation Store and you're like, oh, that looks interesting. It's only like three bucks or four bucks or ten dollars, and you're like, I, I would definitely, you know, it's the point of purchase stuff is so important because. Uh, because people will just buy stuff on a whim, right? Uh, and but but then if you if you don't even know what the game looks like, if you if you have to jump through hoops and go to YouTube and search for a review or search for um, a trailer or something like that, uh, then suddenly you're losing you're losing that customer very very quickly. Attention span is nothing these days. I'm speaking from experience. The second I have to leave the PlayStation Store to go see a trailer or a screenshot somewhere else, it's very unlikely I'm coming back to buy that thing. Like, I will get distracted by 13 other things before I ever come back. And these are the bare essentials for a store. You walk into a store, you should at least be able to look at the item you fucking want to buy, right? And the the PlayStation Store doesn't even do that. And it's embarrassing. It's really fucking embarrassing. And so Sony needs to get their fucking shit together and actually sell things for the for the developers in the in the um and for the for the studios that they're taking a 30 percent cut from like this is these are the basic amenities you would require in a store if you're taking a cut fucking step up and sell these things properly and they're not even doing that it's embarrassing and so so to ask for a vr video yeah that'd be great but we haven't even gotten the bare essentials yet so that's true so needs to get their shit together man it's fucking embarrassing that's a good. That's a good point, and I agree wholeheartedly. The 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 PlayStation Store is a bit of a mess. Uh, so, um, I mean, I guess we we should be hopeful that maybe one day in a perfect world that when you're inside the headset and you're inside your PlayStation VR home, that maybe we'll be able to go to a PlayStation VR store in the headset, yep. and uh, and maybe we'll have. Um, something like what Izzard's describing here. Right. I, I tried to find the Beat Saber DLC yesterday, and I'm on the PC store because I'm working for my PC. I was like, I'll just buy it and download it from here. I searched, I, I typed in Beat Saber, just as kind of an experiment, knowing full well it wasn't going to end well. Uh, and I got 167 search results on the PlayStation store. <laughs> And it was like not organized in any way, shape, or form, right? You could click on the Beat Saber game tile. And then it would be like, oh, here's some additional stuff. Like, here's some additional DLC packs. But it wasn't all of them. And it was sort of like just some... I mean, like, when I search for Beat Saber, you should be like, here's the game. And it should be clearly labeled as the game, right? And then ne- and then there should be clearly labeled DLC packs. And then you could click on the pack and then buy each, each song individually. It's not like that. You have 167 fucking results that are all just <laughs> scattered with no way to organize them whatsoever. And I'm like... This is a fucking joke, man. Like, this can't be real. What intern aren't you paying enough to handle this properly? What a joke, man. So, I just, I mean, it needs a complete overhaul. It needs a complete overhaul. They, they're, we integrated the PlayStation Store into the PlayStation 5, and I was like, that's great. Now, fix it. <laughs> like, come on. For real. Like, this is pretty basic stuff, right? Like, Sony's one of the biggest companies in the world you would think that they would be able to throw a few shekels out there 
to get somebody who, who knows how to do web development to build a proper store. Uh, it can't be that hard. It can't be. It can't be. Dan Kitty VR says, to be fair, I found it hard to find the packs on Steam too. Listen, if we were having a Steam VR podcast right now, I would be complaining about that shit too. But <laughs> come on, Sony. This is this is PSVR Games Cast Live. Uh, although I'm down to branch out someday. I don't know. Depends. Depends. We'll see the future of PSVR too. And if Mario Kart VR comes out, I'm absolutely jumping ship <laughs> like in a heartbeat. <laughs> we're we're gonna we're gonna be Nintendo VR in a minute, uh, or maybe for a day. We'll come right back. I swear. All right, man. You know what time it is. It's that time. It is. It's time for PSVR 20 questions, and I am the host today, which means you, Wes, out there, and every, all the cats out there, please help Wes in his uh, in his plight to figure out what PSVR game I'm thinking of with 20 yes or no questions and only six minutes on the clock. I have a game in mind. The question is, are you ready, Wes? Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. <laughs> That, that, I'm going to assume that means no. All right, man. Uh, on your mark, get Dez. Go. Does this game use thumbsticks, Brian? Um, that's a very good question. Are you aging the fuck out of this? Yes. <laughs> pretty, yes, all right. Pretty, so pretty sure, yeah. Pretty sure, okay. Um, but that, does the game support move controllers? No. Okay, so definitely not move controls, but you had to think about the thumbsticks. That's strange. Yep. Um, hmm, this must be an odd genre or something. Um, You're off to a good start, I'll say that. <laughs> wait a minute, 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 wait a minute. Okay, so we're on question three now, right? This will be question I think three. I might. I think I might have it. Uh, Whoa. You remember before that I chose not to go for it on the third question. <laughs> yeah, I, I do. could have had it. Yeah. The third question before. Yep. Uh, so I, I don't know if I want to go for it now. Dude, I'm inclined to. If you get it on the third question, you will go down in without parole history as the best 20 questions player ever. Mm -hmm. Damn it. I know, right? It's tough. Is it a dungeon crawler, Brian? It is not a dungeon crawler, Wes. But I didn't. I'm glad I didn't go for it then because I thought it was Crystal Rift for a minute. Oh, okay, sure. Because uh, yeah, definitely uses thumbsticks. Um, yeah, yeah, or the D pad. I think. Um, yeah. Headmaster doesn't use anything. Hack. It's it's uses your head. Thank you, Diego. Yeah, we didn't. All right, uh, we got we got to get busy here though. We're we're burning clock. All right. Um. This is a good game, Brian. Yeah, I would definitely say it's a good game. Comes highly recommended from Without Parole. Hmm. Is it uh, exclusive to PlayStation VR? No, not exclusive. That's five. I see. Um, hmm. I like it. Um, this game on rails. In, no, because Rails would imply something specific, and this is not that. Rails would imply a linear path through the levels in the, in the context that I'm asking. It. Right. So, no. Okay. 
Um, hmm, is it a shooter? No. Not a shooter. Hmm. Interesting. Um, so it can't be Thumper, can't be Blood and Truth, can't be Rez. No. Um, hmm. Is it, uh, it's not a shooter. Um, uh, is it the uh, first person perspective? Uh, yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, Hmm. Well, um, is there a, no, I don't want to ask that. Um, is it no base teleportation? No. Is there full locomotion? No, that's 10. So, so it uses thumbsticks, but there's not full locomotion. There's not no base teleportation. It is first person. Yeah, the thumbstick thing is still throwing me. I'm like, I use a dual shock four to play. I, I don't like headmaster. I'm like, you know, like, is there any? Hmm, I don't. Maybe, maybe is not. Is there? Is there any? Is there any movement in the game? No. No. So you're just stationary. Is it a puzzle game? Yeah. I see. Okay, I like it, David Berger. I think you we, you might have it here. Um. I got. I got. I can't remember who the developer of the game is. Um, all right, here's a here's an odd question for you. Um, did this developer ever hide keys in one of your uh, promo videos that you did on Without Pro? Uh, I, I don't believe so. No. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. They can't. It's not static then, because I seem to remember them doing that. Yeah. Um, yeah, is it a puzzle game? Their video is amazing. Uh, yes, it is, but I already said yes to that, so I'm not going to count it. Okay. Yep. Okay. I'm not feeling well today, Brian. We know. You know we know, and we and we thank you for being here, regardless. Um. Okay. So it's a puzzle game. It's not static, and you're stationary. It's uh, dual shock only. Come on, people. What What do we got here? Um. No, it's it's not Robinson Tatum because. You, you move around in that. There's many good questions you um, could be asking here. Just start throwing them out. Uh, is I, I, I can't do that. Um, is uh, is is this game uh, produced by Enhance? No. No. So it's not Tetris. Um, anyone's diary? I don't know anything about anyone's diary to ask. Uh, did we talk about this game to, on uh, on the show today? We did not. That's 15. Uh, so it's not Puzzling Places. Um, it's not Tetris Effect. The Room The room is Node-Based Teleport. With 10 seconds left, it's multiplayer. Multiplayer. What the fuck, man? Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm stumped. We are out of time, and I don't believe I saw anybody say it in the chat, but I could be wrong. But PSVR one launch title. Keep talking. I did, yeah. Someone did say that. Did they? Oh man. Uh, yeah. That's crazy. Keep talking. Nobody explodes. Uh, is yep. Yeah. Okay, but you know what? You know what? The chat doesn't care about this anymore, Wes, because apparently there was some breaking news that happened just now over on the PlayStation blog. Let's get us over there um, as soon as we possibly can. Uh, <laughs> and. The headline reads, Resident Evil Village VR mode launches February 22nd for PSVR 2 
as free Brooms, DLC. Done. This is what we've been waiting for. We needed to know this. They had yes. not been telling us, but now they have finally told us. There is no question anymore. Let's. I'm going to bring up the Stop article that. here. Two, two PSVR articles in one day. What the hell is going on here, man? This is crazy. It's like Christmas it already. Is, it is like Christmas. Uh, let's see here. Let me get. VR mode. So that that's pretty definitive then, isn't it? Hold on a second. Why isn't this? Come on, come on, come on. Come on. Sorry. By the way, shout out to, to all the game cats out there who have pretty much been expecting this from day one. Because, I mean, if it had even been a question for a moment, and Capcom were, were testing the waters to see if they could get away with charging for something like this... Yeah. They pretty quickly realize that they can't. It has to be free. All right, let's. Uh, yeah, for real, man, for real. Uh, let's let's get this article up front and center here. We've got uh, from Kanda Tsuyoshi. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right. The producer over at Capcom Company Limited says, Hello, PlayStation fans. It's great to talk with you again. I'm Kanda, the producer at Capcom behind Resident Evil Village. Resident Evil Village VR mode was previously announced back in June 2022. Today, I'm happy to reveal that this additional mode will release on February 22nd, 2023 as free DLC for Resident Evil Village. You can download and play it immediately when you get your PlayStation VR 2. The entirety of Village's main story will be available to play on P PSVR 2 in Resident Evil Village VR mode, allowing you to experience all of the events Ethan Winters faces with the greatest level of immersion as he sets out to rescue his kidnapped daughter. Spoilers. Uh, making full, <laughs> full use of the PlayStation VR 2, uh, you'll be wholly immersed when playing Resident Evil Village with this DLC. Uh, i got to scroll down for you guys a little bit. Uh, vi visually, the vivid graphics of the 4K HDR display and eye tracking produces a heightened perception of reality as if everything you see is actually there. 3D audio enhances the realism with audio from every angle, and your sense of touch is enhanced via the PlayStation VR 2 sense controllers. With one controller in each hand, you can feel the vibration, recoil, and resistance as you interact with objects in the world and fire weapons. The sense controllers also enable intuitive moments, movements like putting your arms up to guard and holding your gun out in front of you to shoot. And there are additional actions you can perform to heighten your immersion. Hold two weapons independently, load a clip into your handgun to reload, and wield your knife with slashing or stabbing attacks. It's truly a captivating experience that puts you directly into the twisted world that Ethan Winters is fighting through. Please note that Resident Evil Village or Resident Evil Village Gold Edition is required to play this free DLC, and that DLC must be downloaded separately. For everyone picking up a PlayStation VR 2 in February 2023, we hope that you will challenge yourself with this ultimate immersive survival horror experience. All right, I can buy the game now, Brian. You know, I've been waiting to buy the game, even though I knew that this was going to be the case. I'm one of these weird dudes who like to vote with my dollar and show the, uh, the developers and the producers out there that I'm buying this game for VR. Mm -hmm. And now that they've done this, if I go today and buy it, I can uh, I can be confident that they're going to know why why I'm buying it. Right, so right. Awesome. This is this is this is huge, man. This is absolutely huge. Like it's it's something we all expected. We expected it to be there at launch. Like, but you know, even though this was one of the earliest games announced for PSVR two, and they you know a lot of the uh, people who went hands on with it during the uh, PlayStation VR two press event a few months back. Uh, it 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 all screamed the launch title, 
but until Sony says it specifically, until Capcom says it specifically, um, you know, you just you can just never be sure because we've been been wrong about a lot of things before because we've made assumptions. So I'm very very happy to hear this, man. This is great news. Um, and Guyson says I'm happy. I only paid twenty dollars for Resident Evil Eight. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, so keep an eye out. There's gonna be. I wonder. I wonder if the physical version is suddenly going to be more expensive. Um, you know, knowing that there's going to be like, a whole new with, audience. That's what what happened eventually with uh, games in similar situations. You know, I pick. I've got two copies of uh, No Man's Sky, and I paid like eight bucks each for them. <laughs> And now they're like something crazy, like thirty or forty dollars, I think. Yeah, yeah. No, I was I was happy that I had my launch. I, I actually got the like the I don't know if it's like if there's a bigger collector's edition, um, but I got the collector's edition of No Man's Sky um, at on the flat screen PS4 launch. Um, and uh, so yeah, when that came as like free a free upgrade, I was like, this is fucking amazing. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. This is cool, man. This is very cool. Uh, not only did we we got two PlayStation blog posts today about PlayStation VR two. Uh, this is very very good news. Uh, I should probably go make a breaking news report about this, <laughs> just uh, because any PlayStation VR two news is good. PlayStation VR two news. Steve IRE. Before we get out of here, that's a very good question. He says, "Is it the PS four version two? Now, let's double check this. Please note that Resident Evil Village or Resident Evil Village Gold Edition is required to play the free DLC. Now, the was, uh, wow. Capcom has been very clear that you can upgrade the PlayStation 4 version to the PlayStation 5 version for free. Yeah. So there should be no reason why the PlayStation 4 version can't be upgraded to the PlayStation 5 version and then be played in VR. No additional charge. So Steve, I already, that's in, 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 yeah. in fact, if you search for resident evil village on the digital version on the PlayStation store, it reads the title of the game is Resident Evil Village PS4 and PS5. So like that's part of the the whole deal with it is that it's the same thing. It doesn't matter which platform you're buying it for. Nice, very very nice. Again, very good news and good way to uh, to send off the show, Wes. We've had a I feel like we've had a great show today. Thank you so much for being here, uh, especially despite uh, the fact that you haven't been feeling good. Uh, we love that you're here. Um to be here i know things are uh slowing down on virtual strangers as you gear up for the uh end of year uh is there anything we should be tuning in for uh well we're pretty much done with our regularly scheduled programming to about mid-january but uh that doesn't mean we're not making content actually we won't be going live tonight uh to do strangers in the night but i do have uh another video that i'm recording tonight with a special guest so uh, that should hopefully be up by the end of the week. So keep your eyes peeled. Make sure you're su- subscribed. Make sure you ring the bell if you haven't already, uh, because we've got cool stuff coming. Uh, we're, we're just uh, we're, we're ramping up for the uh, 2022 show right now. So uh, we have moved away from our regularly scheduled live stream podcasts. Yeah, the link for uh, Virtual Strangers uh, is in the description below. Make sure you click on it and subscribe. As Wes said, click the notification bell. The great thing about Virtual Strangers is that they operate on a schedule unlike anyone else. And so if you're a night owl or you suffer from insomnia, uh, <laughs> they might be they might be streaming when uh, when when you're looking for something to occupy your mind. Um, Blast Cat get Games for me in the chat with the two dollar tip says, "Remember, include that old fireworks thing in the news." You, dude, oddly excited. For Fantavision 2020X or whatever the hell it's called, um, 
I just it's I think it's that gonna good. it's gonna look beautiful, man. Like I don't think it's Fantavision never got great reviews. People were like, oh, this is just kind of like a whatever thing for PS2. Um, but they were like, this is pretty. This shows off the PS2's like particle effects, uh, the, what it's capable of. And I and I think that in 4K, in VR, I don't know, man. Yeah, it could be it could be a nice little thing to put your friends and family in, even if it's like not a game you spend hundreds of hours with. Plus, I mean, it's it's uh, we we need to remember that it's not just fireworks simulator VR. It, they they they're claiming this is a puzzle game. Yeah, it always has uh, been. That, with it, yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, I, I, I'll play it. Uh, I look forward to it. I like fireworks. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't? Well, I mean, actually, Tornado fucking hates fireworks. I think most cats <laughs> yeah. probably do. Um, she's becoming yeah. more curious about them as time goes on. Now, guys, thank you everybody for being here. Uh, Sending a lot of love over to Sci-Fi Game Cat Henry, who gets timestamps into the show after the fact. Um, he's getting his channel, Geekful Things, up and running, uh, back up and running, and so uh, he and I are trying to plan a little event over there. I, mean, I want to guest host and, uh, and and you know hopefully get some of the cats to go over there and check out his channel. Hopefully we'll talk about retro games and horror movies because, as you know, I'm a two-dimensional cardboard cutout, and those are the only things I enjoy. Um, and so, uh, and so, thank you, Sci-Fi Game Cat Henry, for your constant dedication to this channel, getting uh, timestamps in. Thank you, Jamie Yao, who gets this thing up on podcast services of your choice. Yes, if you want to listen to this on audio format, you can do that pretty much anywhere you want. Thank you, Jamie Yao, and of course, all the moderators making my life better each and every day, not just here but over on Discord. Make sure you join our Discord. Click the link in the description below. Thank you, everybody. We love you so much. Uh, all the cats who support us, Patreon.com/slash Without Pearl Games. All the cats who t- uh, tipped during the show uh, and, and threw us off topic, which I fucking love. Uh, all the cats who participated in the chat and helped with 20 questions. And, of course, all of you who sat back and watched the show and didn't say a goddamn thing. We know you're out there. And we love you just as much. Happy West Day, Wes. Happy West Day, Brian. Thank you. Sixty-nine days, four hours, forty-four minutes, and twenty-three seconds. West, we're almost there. We're almost there. I don't know. I know it, man. I love it. I'm excited. I had actually forgotten about the timer until you guys brought it up. Uh, but uh, that's not very long, dude. That's like that's going to fly by, and uh, which I don't know. It might take a little bit longer now that I'm all excited about Village again. I mean, what a cool thing to have happen at the end of the episode. Absolutely. Um, and, uh, and, and of course, you know, you're feeling sick right now, so we don't, we don't know, but, uh, but there is a resolution games showcase happening tomorrow that you, we didn't even discuss on the show. Um, that yeah. the plan was to sh- stream it on without parole. It's at noon. Um, so I gotta, I gotta figure that out and see if, uh, and see if that's still happening. I'm gonna, I don't, I would like you to be able to sleep in and not have to worry about getting up and streaming that with me. No. Uh, you know, the, the, these, these showcases are not that difficult. If you need me, I'm here, brother. Dude, you're, uh, so you, you know, always you just, say. You just, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's what I always say. <laughs> you do. But, the, you know, these the, the showcases, especially the good ones, they're, they're easy to sit through. Like, it's not like going to be three hours of VR awards with a bunch of bullshit <laughs> that I don't care about. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, if you need me, I'm here, brother. We, we only make AJ sit through the three-hour shows. Right. We wouldn't do that to Wes. Right. We would never do that to Wes. All right. All right. Let's get out of here. We love you guys. Thank you so much. Meow. Meow.